Good morning, everybody. Today is February 9th. Today is Daf Sadi Tet. We stopped on Sadi Hayat Amud Bet in the wide lines, about eight lines, nine lines down, two dots. Yeah? Good. There we go. Who's the author that says? They have something that's, that's, that's now and I could just drop it off. I When I had it, I took it, it was worth something, and now it's Isur it's worthless, and I can just drop it back and say it's yours. Sorry, here you go, it's all yours. Who says this? So the Mona says, Opinion is the Tanya. Listen to the Baraita. Right? I have an ox that was killed. But they didn't pass judgment on the ox yet. You sold it, it's, it's a valid sale. You called it a korban, it's a korban. You slaughtered it, you can eat the meat. If you were a watchman or watchman and it killed and you returned it before they passed the judgment on the ox, so it's called returned. If you're going now to do any of these after Bedin has decided that this ox is getting killed, you sold it, it's not sold. You called it a korban? No, it's not. They slaughtered it. Tanakama says, not returned. He argues only on the last case of returning it to the to the whole to the uh, owner if you were the watchman. And he says even after Gmardin, it was called but going to kill this ox, which now the ox is going to be Asur Still, if I return it at the owner at that time, it's called returned. And therefore he must be the opinion that says, Isure once I once I return it, it's returned, even though it's Asubahana now. It doesn't matter. Okay? So this would be Akov. Good. My, so it says, my love, behind Kamifliget, right? Isn't what they're arguing about over here, Tanakama Rebi Yaakov, exactly what we're, we're asking. Rebi Yaakov Savar Omrin Bi Isuri Hana'ah, Hareshachal Fanecha. Rebi Yaakov holds, you can return an object, even though it's Asubi Hana'ah, it's called return. And the Chachamim say, no, it's not called returned. And therefore, the answer to the question is, who is the author of Al Mishnah that says you can return the Hametz after Pesach? Rebi Yaakov. No, not true. This baraita, that's not what they're arguing about. Everybody holds that you could say you give back what you have in front of you, even though it's asubhana'a, which means our Mishnah is kule alma. It's both opinions of Chachamim and the Biyakov. Okay, why do I know that? He says, the imken nifligu why is Hametz on Pesach not in this list? The whole thing, the whole list is about killing an ox. If they're really arguing about, right, something that's Asubhana'ah, why is they not putting Hametz in the list? It's in our Mishnah. You're right. So therefore, Rabbi says, no, this, this Baraita that you're quoting, they're not arguing about Davash uh, Asubhana'ah. Can I say that it's, I can say Harishachalfanecha? What are they arguing about? Begomrin Dino Shoshor Shelobifanav. Every rule in the Mishnah is about the ox. And therefore what they're arguing about is, can you finish the judgment, pass judgment on the ox without the owner present? That's what they're arguing about. 
Rabbanan Savre En Gomrin Dino Shor Shelo Bifanav. You cannot finish the judgment of the ox without the owner there. The Amarle, why? Because the owner will say, If you had brought it back to me, I would have taken this ox, hidden it in the swamp somewhere, and Bedin would never have been able to pass judgment on the ox. You now put the ox into a place where I cannot. I cannot argue with. You've given it to the betin, and therefore you caused me this loss, so you have to pay me. That's Tanakama. We can finish the judgment of the ox without the ox even there. Without the owner there, without the ox there. Why? What's the difference? They would have finished passing judgment on the ox, even if it wasn't there, and if it would hide in the swamp all you want, it makes no difference, because they were going to pass judgment on the ox anyway. And therefore, the Biyakov says, even if I give it back to you later, it's called giving it back, it's muhzar. And therefore, that's all their argument. They're not arguing about, can I say, in something that's asur bihana'ah. Okay. Ashkecherav chizdal rababa bar Shmuel, amar leh, so Rav Chizda meets up with Rabbi Barashmuel. He tells him, let me ask you a question. You learned anything about these laws that have to do with Isura Hana'ah? No, no, yes, 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 Malay, Malay. We have a million, we have a million. Yeah, yeah. English or Hebrew? Hebrew. 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 Spanish? Spanish. Hebrew, Hebrew. Israeli. Chavot. So he says like this. Sadi Chayt Amud Bet. We're in the wide lines, about twenty lines from the bottom of the page. First word on the line is Bar Shemuel. Ashke Chayrav Chizdal Rabba Bar Shemuel. Amar Letanit Midi Bi Isurei Hanaah. Did you learn anything with Isurei Hanaah? In this, any law, any laws? Amar Le'in. Yeah, of course I learned. Tanena. I learned the following. Baraita. Ve'ishivet a Gezela Pasuk. We have to return the lost object, the stolen object. What does that mean? Asher gazal, that you stole. Pasuk says, asher gazal. Right? So why is it repeating that asher, uh, the, the, and then tell me asher gazal? You have to return it the way that it was when you took it. That's what asher gazal, the way that it was when it was taken. Mikan amru. From here we learn. Gazal matbea v'nifsal. If the guy stole a coin and was taken out of circulation. Perot v'irkivu. Fruits that spoiled. Yain v'ichmitz. Wine that became vinegar. Teruma v'nitmet. Right? The teruma became tameh. Hametz avala v'pesach. Behema v'nivda v'avira. Shor. Right? Veshor achelonik martino. Right? Or an ox you stole before they passed judgment. Omer lo hareshel chalifanecha. Period. Right, you say, this is the Baraita that he quotes. We say, you can take it all back. I give it back to you as is. I give you back the wine that's spoiled. I give you back the fruits. I give you back, to, I give you, I, here you go. Now, mancham atle amar achelo nigmardino in mishrigmardino lo. Whose opinion was it? Remember, we had the two opinions before in the Baraita, Chachamim and Ibiakov. Which opinion said that you can only return it prior to the judgment being passed? That was Chachamim. Right, so he says, Yes, I can return it. I cannot. Rabbanan. Right? It was Chachamim. Uktani Hametz ve'avar alava Pesach Omer Hareshel Chalifanecha. You told me 
no, no, no. The Biakov Chachamim, they're not arguing about can I return something that became Asur Ba'ana'ah? They're only arguing about can you pass judgment on ox? The ox not there. Oh, but now this Baraita clearly holding like Chachamim, and in the Baraita it says Chamech Avar Lava Pesach. That has nothing to do with an ox. They must have been holding the whole time about. It's not about Hanar. It's, uh, that, 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 can you say, yeah. like I originally said? Remember, we presented the Baraita, we, we presented this, the, the, the Baraita. Mantana of our Mishnah that says, that says, Isur Hana'ah, you can't, you, you can't, you could say, Haresh Khalafanecha, whose opinion was that? We said it'd be Yaakov. How do I know? I quote the Baraita. And in the Baraita, it talked about only the ox. And Chachamim says, you can only return it before they pass judgment. After they pass judgment, you can't return it. The Biyakov says, even after they pass judgment on the ox, which now it became the Subhana'ah, you can return it. So you see that the Biyakov is the one that says, even though it's a Subhana'ah, you can return it. Says Rabbi, no, 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 no. That's not what they argue about in that Paraita. That Paraita, they're only talking about, can you, can, you, um, can you pass judgment on the ox without the ox present? Tanakama says that you can't. And therefore, the Shomer, if he returns it after they pass judgment, is going to be Chayav. Okay? And the Biyakov says you can, and therefore that's why he's patur anyway. Now, not argue about anything to do with Asur Hana'ah, can I say Then I quote this Baraita. In the Baraita, it says that you're going to return the ox before they pass judgment on the ox. Whose opinion is that? Chachamim. But it also says in the same Baraita, Hamech, Avalava Pesach, I can return it. So, yes. It's in the list. It's in the list, which means that they actually were arguing the whole time about can I say and therefore knock out to the Baz challenge, right? He says back, if you hear, if you find the students that I answered to before that that, that they were wrong, don't tell them this Baraita. Look at what he says. <laughs> Which means he's admitting that he's knocked out. He says, don't tell them. Okay? Now she says over here, Ashkechera of Chizda. Right? So, I'm sorry, Imish Kahadlu at the bottom, the Bnei Yeshiva. Now she on the bottom. Lo temalu velo midi mishum de hadu. They're going to be too happy. They're meshakhetu of tal mil time because they're going to see that I got knocked out. Okay. Let's say that. Next. Perot virkivu omela haresh chalfanecha. He had fruits, they got spoiled. I give them back to you. I stole the fruit, I give you back the rotten fruit. Mara says, We have Baraita that's against the Mishnah. The, the Baraita says, You return back fruits that are not spoiled. The Mishnah says, I give back the spoiled one. Amara Papa, no problem. When we say spoiled, what does it mean? They're all spoiled? When they're all spoiled, you have to pay Kshata Gezela. A few of them spoiled, that's, that's normal. You give it to them as is. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. New Mishnah. Yalla. Tell what? Max is on. Max is on. We're starting New Mishnah on the bottom of Sadi Haid Amud Bet right now. About 10 lines to the bottom of the page. Mishnah. Natan Umanin Latakin Vikilkilo. I gave you something to fix. You messed it up. Hayabim Lashalim. You got it? You have to fix it. We learned it. Yeah, we learned, but we learned it as Mishnah. We use it as proofs and stuff like that. And, he, and, he, and now the, the Uman, the craftsman, has to fix He has to pay. He ruined it. He's got to pay. Natan Laharash. Example, I gave the carpenter some box, a wagon, whatever, a dresser, whatever you want to say. I need to fix it. The drawer's stuck, the broker, broke the door's stuck, the door open, whatever it is. The kill kill, he ruined it. He's got to pay for it. Okay? So if we have a builder now that took a job to take, to take down the wall. He 
he broke the stones. Instead of taking apart the wall, he took a jackhammer and broke all the stones. Right? Or shehizikan, or he damaged the wall with the stones themselves. Hayav l'shalem. His job was to remove the stones and put to be able to put them back somewhere else. Apparently, because stones are expensive in those days, like they do now in the in Jerusalem, right? Mm-hmm. When they do the take down the uh, the uh, you know the pro- the properties that are uh, what do you call yeah, them yeah, uh, the yeah. antiquities? Uh, what do you call them the the ones that have uh, landmark, no? landmark? Thank you. That's the word. Landmark property. What do you do? You have to take the stone back. You gotta go back to the same place. You walk by, you see the numbers on the stones. They're numbered. They take it apart, fix up, put the stone back exactly where it was. Right? That's what we're talking about. Here. The guy was hired to take down the stones. He broke the stones. You ruin them, you gotta pay. Okay? Fine. If I was taking apart the wall from this side and it collapsed the other way, patur. But hayav. If it's because you hit the wall, you blow, you get, and then it fell, then you're gonna be hayav. But if you're just taking apart and then it got rickety or whatever and it fell over, patur. Okay, that's the Mishnah. Gemara. Amar Avaseh. Right? We're talking about a scenario where I gave the craftsman a final, a finished utensil. It needed repairs. He tried to repair it and he broke it. He put a nail in it and it cracked. Right? Aval. If I didn't give him a finished utensil, I gave him wood. I gave him the raw materials. Build for me a dresser. Good. I give him the wood. And he did. He built the dresser. And then Shibiran. And then it broke. While he was whatever putting finishing touches, whatever he did. But it was already a dresser. And then he broke it. Patur. He doesn't have to pay anymore. Now, Patur from what? For paying me for the dresser. Now, he has to pay for the wood. We'll see in a minute. But the dresser itself, he's Patur on. Why? If I give him a, a finished dresser and he broke the dresser, he pays for the dresser. If I gave him the raw materials and he built me a dresser and then he broke the dresser that he built, he doesn't pay me for the dresser. Says mm-hmm. the The craftsman acquired this dresser with his improvements. Okay? Uman kone, he acquires I created this utensil. You gave me wood. There was no dresser here. I own the dresser now. And when I return it back to you as a dresser and you pay me, you are buying the dresser from me. I own the dresser. You have raw material cost in there, but it's my dresser. So if I broke it, I don't pay you. I just say the same terms we've been using, Shinui Kone. Okay, so it, it, it is Shinui Kone, but it's Uman that's Kone also because... There's two ways. No, there's no because there's two ways to look at, a, at, a, at the Uman, right? It, it could be that he is a, a hired worker. Right? Yeah, we learned this. Right? He's a war. I owe him salary. Right. If I owe him salary, then he's just my. Agent. He's just my. He, right. he's, he doesn't own the object. Right. But if he's a craftsman now, and I'm saying the Uman, he's a craftsman. Right. He creates. He owns it. He acquired it. Right. right? It could be that I hired him and I paid an hourly worker to build me boxes. That guy doesn't own the box. Okay, because he's getting paid an hourly wage. Right. But an Uman, a, he's a contractor. <laughs> Deliver me a finished product. Now. The the difference over here is that this contractor, I gave him the I gave him the piece goods, I gave him the fabric, and I told the factory to make me garments, right? With my with my piece goods. In that scenario, the one I'm saying that the factory owns the goods. You have a debt; he owes you money for the for materials, but those garments are his. Okay, that's what he says, and you're going to buy them back 
when you purchase, when you give him the money for the what for that, now you buy it back from him. He owns it with the improvements that were made to this garment. Good. Given the, given the stuff, the suit is three sizes too small. So who's going to who's going to? Own so if it? I gave him a fixed suit already, it's a suit, and it's, I tell the I tell the tailor it's too small or whatever. Now make, make the suit. Good. Did I give him the fabric or not? Yeah. Give, so that's it. So when I your fabric now, he can't use it. Three great. Sizes too great small. That's great. He's got to pay for the fabric. He's not paying me the suit. The suit's worth more than the fabric. Right? The, the dresser is worth, worth, worth more than the wood. He's not paying me for the dresser when he broke it. He's paying me for the wood. Good? That's where we are so far. Uman kone b'shevach keli. Says the Gemara. Tanan, question. Our Mishnah. Natan lo umanin v'kilkilu hayavim l'shalem. You gave this to the to the to the uh, right to the uh, to the craftsman, and they ruined it. Uh, they have to pay. My love, doesn't it mean the ahivle etzim that I gave him wood and he ruined it, and they have to pay me? It says no, that's not what it's talking about. It's talking about sheda teva umigdal. It's talking about you gave the craftsman a finished utensil. That's why, right? That he doesn't have to pay. He does have to pay. Because right, because right, he, he does have to pay. Because right, because I gave him the finished down, so they broke it. That's why it says in the Mishnah you have to pay. Right, Hamidiktani Sefa says, well, not so fast. And the Sefa of the Mishnah says, Hamidiktani says, Sheda Teva Omigdal Mechlad Deresha Etzim Amre. Right, look at the Mishnah. Mishnah says like this: Natan la Umanin the Taken v'Kilkilu Hayavim l'Shalem. That's the Rasha. Mm-hmm. Then it says, Natan Laharash Sheda Teva Umigdal. I gave you a utensil, Letaken, and you broke it, Hayav. So I must says it like this. Since this the Seifa, the second half, is a finished utensil, must be the first half was not a finished utensil. It was only raw materials. Natan Umanim what? Raw materials, Letaken, build me something. Kilkel, Hayav. It's against what you just said. Because why would I repeat again, right, right. telling me, oh, and when you gave utensils that are finished, you hayav again. It must be the first one was not utensils, right? So that's what Maja says over here. It says like this. And it says over there, and for yahayav, and therefore it's against what you just told me that the uman is konebe shevach keli. says, when I know, I explained the Mishnah this way to you already, but the Gemara says it because I read it. Perushe kamefareshla. The Mishnah is just explaining the Reisha. The Reisha case is not detailed. It's very vague. You gave something to the craftsman to fix. You know what I'm talking about? A finished utensil. That's how you understand the Mishnah. Right? Says the Not only It makes sense that you have to read the Mishnah this way. Why? The Ketzad Kataneh. Because it says in the Mishnah, the next word was Ketzad, right? Is that what it says? Let me just read the Mishnah. It says Ketzad. No, it doesn't. The Ketzad Katane. Yeah, the Gemara is adding. Why? Yeah. Now, so maybe read like this. That's you have to read it. It makes more sense to say that the second part is written is to be understood as Ketzad, right? Because it doesn't say Ketzad Mishnah, right? But this is the way to understand it. Why do? Why does it make source right more sense to read it as the Seifa is a Ketzad case of explanation of Reisha? Because you say the Is Al Kadata If you want to tell me that the first the Reisha of the Mishnah is raw materials only, and then what does it say? You gave the Ma'uman raw materials and he ruined it. He has to he has to pay, right? 
So, Hashta Ashmuinan Etzim Hayavim Shalem, Velo Amrinan Uman Konebe Shevach Kelim, Sheda Tevao Migdal Mibaya. I don't need the second case anymore. If you're telling me now, I gave the guy wood, he turned it into a utensil and broke it, and he has to pay me. Which means that he, he did not acquire right the utensil by creating it. So, of course, when I gave him a finished utensil, he didn't acquire it. He didn't acquire it when he created it. Of course, he didn't acquire it when he didn't create it. And therefore, he would, of course, be, it's a pshita that he's chayav. And therefore, the fact that the Mishnah had to repeat it must be telling me that it was really to be understood as ketzat. Right? right. says, No, no, if that's what's bothering you, it doesn't have to be that way. I can explain it why. He says, Tana sefa resha. It taught the sefa case, right? To explain the resha. Why? Right? So he's going back on the original. On yeah, the original he says, channel. no, if that, you know, he just he says, don't think that just because you have this problem that it would be a pshita that you have a, a knockout. No, 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 you can still understand it the other way. Well, yeah, 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 you can still go the other way. Yeah. I, I, I taught the Seifa to explain to you what the Reisha was saying. Don't understand the Reisha that is talking about finished utensils, but if it had been wood, you'd be patur. No. And that right? That the wood is even even that way, and therefore we don't really have a we don't have a great proof either way. Fine. Rabbi, we say that, yes. Rabbi, can can we just can we just say that it's a kolshikin from Ganav? So that was Eddie. Was, was that was Ganav Eddie's question? Kone. That was Eddie's question. That I should say that the uman is kone b'shevach keli is is I learned this already when I say when I have a shinoi kone right? That was that was uh, I think maybe he said it before he came on. But, Right? No, I heard him say. I heard yeah. him allude to it. Yes, yeah. for sure. Right, but, but uh, I just. But so if the guy, you want to say your your question is like this, right? But we said a name, a name change, right? Correct. A change of a name of correct. item from correct. word to correct. thing is, yes. is Kone yes. from a Ganav. Yes. So maybe because the Ganav is the uh, Ganav Shavi. I know, but I think that I I I'm not saying no. I'm I didn't saying that I. To it. I said it. He said, yeah. <laughs> I, the answer that I gave well, to Eddie, I'll, I'll repeat for you because I think maybe, maybe this, is what I, this is what I think is going on here. That when I have somebody that's creating something for me, I have two ways to look at this guy's work, which is really the coming up on Amun Aleph in a minute. We're going to see it now. All right, this guy is a salaried worker. If he's a salaried worker, so that I can't make a kosher can anymore from the Ganav, right? If oh, I see. Right? Uh, he's getting paid to do. Yeah, he's getting paid to do for me. It's my agent. It's not you know. Right, so uh, let's see if that plays out. I'm pretty sure that that's what's going to happen. You were saying Kedushin also depends whether he's earning the money as he's going along. Beautiful. Abu Srohak. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. It's coming up in two seconds. Absolutely right. When we say, do we say that Sechirut is in a Mishnah limit Levasov or not? Or every blow, every blow that he puts on? Absolutely true. Correct, correct. Coming up right now, Max. Absolutely correct, correct. Beautiful. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to talk about it in a minute. Uh, says on the bottom line of, of Sadi Hadamu Bet. Shall we say the following is supporting? It was Rav, uh, who said it? Rav Aseh? Who said the one that Mu'man Uman Kone Beshevach Keli? It is Rav Aseh, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Rav Aseh. Okay, let me say a letter that says Uman Kone Beshevach Keli. Oh, this whole thing. This whole thing. I'm a Rav Aseh Loshanu Ela, blah, 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 blah. Why? Because Uman Kone Beshevach Keli. That's Rav Aseh. So now we say, let's support Rav Aseh for the following. Hanoten Semel Atzabah. I give my wool to the dye house to dye it. He burnt it. Right? Now it comes out whatever. I have burnt orange instead of orange. 
He has to pay for the wool. Says the Gemara, right? Now, dyed wool, I don't care what color it is, it's still worth more than regular wool. Okay? And therefore, it says over here, he only pays for the wool. What about the wool plus the dye? Right, right, with the orange color. What was the burgundy? What was the color that was no good? Maroon, whatever it was. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. So he says, no, he says it, it says he only pays for the wool. What about the wool? What about the color? No, he doesn't pay for that. And therefore, why not? Because the dye house acquired it with the shinui. Isn't, are we talking about, you know what happened over here? This will answer the question for us. Is it that what happened is that he put the dye in and it took, and then he left it in too long and it burnt. So that at one point in time it was more, it had the increased eye, the Uman was Kone, and then he ruined a finished garment, finished dot, finished box, ruined that. Uh, uh, and so therefore okay. it only pays for the wool, therefore supports it. I say, it supports it because why? Because the Dias acquired it when he put the right color on, and then it took, and he left it in too long, and now it got ruined. So he was, right? He first created the thing, he's acquired it, he ruins it, and therefore he only pays for the wool. Raw material costs. And therefore, support of Rab Aseh. Says, Right? Because it had Shevach first. No, not a good proof. The dye was burnt before the wool went in. And the minute it went in, there was a wrong color ready. It was no Shevach. It was ruined from the beginning. So what would you say then, Shmuel, if he put it in the, the dye before the dye was burnt and it got the right color and then it got ruined? What would you say then? Because you're explaining this case as it was burnt before it went in. There was no sheva. So what would you say? And, that, and that's why it says over there that it only paid the wool, right? Because there was no sheva. Because Uman is not going to sheva according to you. Good? So he says, What would you say if it happened later on? Would you say now that you have to pay the wool and the shiva? Which because you want to say that Umar is not going to be shiva keli, right? Asking what he saying? No, it's a rhetorical question on him. If that's true, then lema shmuel lele did avaseh. Shmuel, are you are you saying that today? Do you disagree with avaseh? Right. Right. Is that what you're saying? Distinguishing that the case there had to be only that it was ruined before, which means what? If it happened if it happened afterwards, you would say that he has to pay both the shiva and the wool, and therefore you disagree with avaseh. Is that what you're saying? I'm alecha Shmuel. No, not necessarily true. Hachai b'may askinan ki go detzemer v'samanin the baal habayit v'tzaba agar yadehu d'shakil. You know, no. You know what the case over here is? The case is the wool and all the dye belonged to the baal habayit. The dyer was only labor. Labor cost only. Agar yadeh. I'm paying for his hands for his handiwork. Labor. Hu d'shakil. And therefore, that's why you would say that he has to return to the baal habayit. The dye and the wool. Okay, it's not an answer. Again, what, 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 like you say, right. it should say in the Mishnah, in the Baraita, he has to pay back the wool and the wool and the cost of it. Because tell me, it all belong to Balabai. You got to pay the, the dye and the wool. He didn't say that, it says only the wool. Which means, well, you're right. Shmuel, doesn't, Shmuel agrees with Ravaseh. 
He's just being dohay the barai, the proof that you tried to bring a proof. He's just pushing over the proof to show you that it's not it's not an absolute proof. Right. You can explain it either way, it's mostly. Not that he subscribes to that. He's just showing you don't think you have enough. Yeah, exactly. Good. Okay, fine. We'll try again to support of Aseh. Tashima. Hanoten talitole uman. I give him my talit. Gomro. He finishes it for me. Vehodio. And he told you, hey, come pick it up. It's ready. Afil mikan ve'adasarayamim. Eno over alav mishum lotalin. Lotalin. It should be baltalin, not lotalin. Right? Oh, yeah. Lotalin piulat sachir. Seder. Right, you have to pay the wages, the salary, the wages have to be paid the day of the work. Okay, which is so again. Now we're going to make a distinction over here between the uman who gets paid. Right, it's a great proof. The uman who gets paid on completion of work because he's a contractor. You have to give me a finished product versus someone who gets paid wages. Wages when, you got to get them before the end of the day. End of the day. Before the end of the day. So he says like this. I gave my talent to the whatever, the weaver to create me and make me a garment. I gave him the garment to make me a suit, Mr. Katan, like you said before. And he finished it. Gomro. He calls him up. He says, hey, your suit's ready. Right? And I didn't get to the store to pick it up. I feel me kind I'm on vacation. I'm away. I could get there. Whatever. I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow. You're not transgressing the uh, the right the isur of not paying wages on that of the day that the the uh, the, way, the work was done. But if he picked up the suit in midday, if sun sets on the day you picked it up and you didn't pay yet by sunset, you transgressed already. So, okay, now, what does that do for me? If you're telling me now that the craftsman acquires the increase, right, the, the item because of the labor that he put in, it's not baltalin. Giving credit for merchandise is not baltalin. Baltalin is wages. This is not wages. If he owns it, it's a sale. He's, I'm buying it back from him. Buying back is buying on credit. There's no isur of paying your credit later on, if that's the terms. And therefore, if it's wages, I have to pay right away. If it's a sale, I, now if you're telling me that the uman is kone, b'shevach keli, Right? There's that, a proof that he's not. That he's not Kone, correct. It's a challenge. It's a challenge that I've said. The fact that I have to pay him the same day means that the, this, this, the, the, the uh, tailor doesn't own the suit. Because right. if he owned the suit, I wouldn't have to pay today. I can pay later because I'm buying the suit. It's on credit. Because but if it's, if it's not, wages, it's I have to pay wages today. Right. And therefore, yeah. The terms are not discussed. <laughs> correct. Terms, correct. 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 That's true. You have to say, that's I'll pay in 20 days. That's correct. Okay. That's, that's correct. That's correct. That that's correct. Answer, yeah. But that, okay, let's see. But that, but right now the assumption is right now that we're looking at the payment to the tailor as wages. Because you tell me if I pay, if I get another day, I don't pay at the end of the day. I'll tell him. That's nice, because you have a question here. Why did I say I could, I could wait even 10 days to come pick it up? If he's my if he's my uh, laborer, I have to get there that same day. Good. So okay. Mr. Mr. Okay. Has Good. Good. Nice answer Good. Begarda No, no, no. You know what we're talking about over here? We're talking about a uh, garment over here that was very rough. And I gave it to him to soften for me. He didn't make anything. I gave him a finished garment already. I gave it to him. I wanted to comb it. Give it back to me combed cotton. Not that, uh, you know, I want to have it nice and fluffy. Yeah. There's no sheva. So then why am I responsible to pick it up the same day that I, he's holding on? There's nothing to that? Uh, 
Why don't I have to pick it up? Because right, because the baraita is actually playing both sides of the fence. Because if it's really wages, the wages are done. I have to pay the wages, even though I don't pick it up. All right, that's what I hear. I hear. I hear. I hear. Let's see how the Gemara plays it out. I don't remember, but he says like this: first, the first attempt is Rabbi. Yeah. If if it's if it's a if it's not wages, right? If it's just like piece work. Correct. Right. If it's not wages, piece work. When does, it, when does he have to get paid? So whatever terms they discussed, and if they didn't, uh, whatever the terms they, they, they discussed, there's never going to be an, an issue of, of transgressing, paying wages late if it's not wages. That's the problem. The Isur in the Torah okay. is on okay. wages. Okay. So even if right. I, even if, right. if, even if I didn't, we, didn't discuss, we didn't discuss terms, but it's credit sale. It's his merchandise that I'm buying from him now. I didn't pay, I didn't pay today. I'm not going to transgress the Isur of wages. It's not wages. It's, I may transfer a different Isur, but it's not. It's, right. It's, right. So he's like this. You know what happened over here? The Uman we're talking about didn't acquire it because he didn't do anything to the object. I gave him a finished garment. He just combed it. So says, Why did you give him the garment to soften this? He did it. Then he, then, he, then, he, then he improved it. There's an improvement there. He made it softer. That's what you wanted. So how come he's not acquiring it then? Lama says, he, no, he hired him to hit the fabric, and every hit was a ma'a. I give a fig. How many, so how many blows are you going to give? Every blow is a penny. Okay? That's what he says. Look at that. She, whatever that word is in Yiddish, and whatever that means. But right. he says, yeah, French, old, old French. He says, to walk on it. Every step. This guy is wages. Every step you take, one penny. That's wages. Yeah. And therefore, that's why it says you're going to transgress. Okay. Says fine. If that's how you can explain the case. Originally, before you came up with this answer, that he wasn't hired as a wa- as a wages scenario, then what we should say is Messiah Rav Sheshat. It should support what Rav Sheshat said. Why? The Rav Sheshat. They asked him, Kablanut over alav mishum baltalin or en over. Kablanut is a contractor. Build me this finished product. And Joey's question also now, right? Do you transgress for not paying on wages on time? It's not it's not wages anymore because now he's a contractor. Do you transgress for that? Amar Luhurav Sheshat, over. You do transgress. Okay? And therefore, what? Before we came up with this idea that the Baraita really was a wages scenario, which means we understood it to be a Kablanut scenario, make me this suit, and still it says that you could be transgressing when I picked up the suit, I didn't pay by the end of the day. Oh, but it wasn't. It wasn't. A, it was a, a scenario of a kablanut. Create for me. You're a craftsman. You're an uman. No, it's a receiver. Receiver. Yeah, so he so he says transgress, and therefore that would support Rav Sheshat. Says lema that Rav Sheshat pliga that Rav Aseh. Would that mean that Rav Sheshat is is arguing on Rav Aseh, who said that the uman is koneh b'shevach keli? And if you hold the uman is koneh b'shevach keli, so then what he's doing is a sale. It's not wages. How are you transgressing for a sale? So maybe Rav Aseh and Rav Sheshat are arguing. No, no, over there again. You know what we did over here? We're talking about a scenario where you hired a guy to deliver a letter. I mean, the kablanut we're talking about could be not that he actually did any labor. 
He didn't do anything. He just took point A to point B. Now she says, which means he couldn't acquire it. Right? Now she says, Kablanut. Right? When did Rav Shashat say that you would, you would transgress? When there is no Shivah. I mean, he's not arguing Rav Asher. When there is actual Shivah, so then the guy will be Koneh. He acquired it. And when he acquired it, you can't transgress for wages. It's not wages anymore. But when can you, yes, transgress when you hired a guy to be a Kablan, to do a, a contracting for you? When he did the job you hired him, has no improvements to the object that you yeah. given him. Deliver, yeah, yeah, delivery boy. You gave him a task, exactly. Yeah, right. You gave him a task. I pay you fifty dollars. Go deliver this. Right. That's it. He didn't acquire the object. That's now. wages. Well, I'm gonna give you fifty dollars. You want the letter? He delivers right away, and he gets that. He gets involved. He doesn't deliver the letter for another week, and the whole thing is destroyed because he didn't. Because he. Okay, so he doesn't. He's not going to be. Uh, maybe, maybe that's damages. It might be grama. He won't get paid a salary, but he, he won't probably won't, won't probably be obligated for for whatever damages will cause that. Yeah, that's grama. Okay, lema kitanae. What I say is Rav Aser's opinion of kuman kone b'sheva keli a machloket tanaim. What does it say like this? Aseli shiraim. Max, this is you now. You ready? Aseli shiraim nizmin tabaot va'akadeshlach. Girl walks into a jeweler. Says, I, I take this gold, make me earrings, make me gold, make me ring, blah, 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 and I'll be Mekadesh to you. Says, Kevan Sha'asa'an Mekudeshet Divredibimir. Once the craftsman makes the object, she's married. Chachamim Omrim Ena Mekudeshet Ad Shiyagia Mamon Liada. She can't be Mekudesh until she gets back something of value. It's the item. Yeah. Right. Says now. This, is the, this is the whole Milveh. That's exactly right. Exactly right, Max. Absolutely. Max is on fire today. Here we go. Also, Mr. Katan is correct as well. No, Rabbi, Rabbi, I did it twice. So okay, okay, fine. Still, you're good. You're good. At least you're making the connections between the Gemarot. It's great. It's a great. It's a great jump. So he says like this. Chachamim say, When Chachamim say that the money has to come to the girl, what mammon are we talking about? Ilema otomamon, the ring that he made, is that what he was talking about? That that the ring, Chachamim say, she's not mikudeshet until that ring that he made comes back to her hand. Michlal, did it be me'ir savar otomamon lo? Elabimai mikacha. According to Bimeir, then that would mean that she doesn't. He doesn't even need to return the ring, which means that the ring's in the shop. He made the ring, and the girl's mikudeshet. How? She didn't get anything. Ella, it can't be that what they're arguing about. Which means, of course, the Bimeir says he has to give the ring to the girl that he made. So what Chachamim are talking about, if that's true, what, what Mammon are the rabbis talking about, that you tell me that even though he gave her the ring, she's not Mekudeshet, she needs Mammon. But it says, Ella Pshita, my Mammon, Mammon Acher. It's other money. Now, okay, and therefore Chachamim is saying, you can't be Mekudeshet with this ring that you made for the girl. She gave you the gold. Right. You made the ring. You can't use that. You got to use other money. Ah, right, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. You got to use something else to be Mekadesh the girl. What? Something else? We'll see in a minute. But you got to use something else. According to Meir, I can use the ring itself that I created from her gold. According to Chachamim, no. Other money. So okay. Now, again, we're trying to say that's Mahloket Tanaim. Right. We're trying to prove is Uman Kone B'Shevach Keli a Mahloket Tanaim between Meir and Chachamim. And the one I was going to do like this. Usvaruha, in order to get there, I need you to, to take. Except two givens. Given number one. Svarua de kule alma yeshna lesechirut metichila ve'adsof. That was your, your point, Max, before. That when I hire you to do something, right, that every, every action that you do 
you, you, I'm obligating to pay you. So if I tell you now, right, to, be, to make a ring, every blow on the gold, I owe you for that blow. Every single one, blow. And it's sachar, sechirut. Right? Which means, I, it's not that when, you're, when it's finished complete, I owe you the money for it. No. I owe you along the way the amount of, of increase that you put into this every single second. Good? Yeah. Every stage of the production. Good. Udekule alma, exception number two, uh, given number two, hamekadesh bemilve and hamekudeshet. Okay? That if you mekadesh with a loan that is already owed to the girl, you say, harea mekudeshet li with the money that I lent you two months ago, everyone says it doesn't work. You take those two givens, and now we need to define the mahluket. What are they arguing about now? Because those two, they both subscribe to. They both say, right? And they both say, yeah. In this instance, the yeah. woman is approaching the man to do something for her in order to get betrothed. In all the other cases, the man is approaching the woman. Correct. Is that proper, proper for the woman to... So maybe they discussed it in advance... Oh, well, I want, would you marry me? Okay, I don't have the money on me right now. I'm going to go get some money. I'm going to come marry. I'm going to come marry you. She comes in, make the ring here. I'll be married to you. In, right? in, in our law, is it, is it proper? Yeah, for a yeah, yeah. Way? If he gives us something of value, shave peruta is all he has to give her. He has to give her shave peruta. If when he gives her shave peruta, it's going to work. But when it says hamakadesh b'malve in omikudesh, she's the one doing the lending, right? In this no, case. she borrowed money from me, and instead of in lieu of me giving you money of kiddushin, except that's the, case that's the it, but. Uh, that doesn't apply here it, because she's lending him. She's not lending him because he created. Now that's exactly the point. Now we're trying right. to turn it into uman kolim Right. So she owes. He owes, He owns something here, right? Because he created the ring. Hold on to the thought for a minute. You'll see, right? And, and so she owes him money for that. She owes him money for that. But ah, shalom chacham. She owes money for that. But right. But he also acquired something by creating this ring. That's why you want to say there is the machloket tanaim is uman kolim b'shevach keli or no. In order for that to work, take for granted that everybody holds that what that yeshna leschirut mitchilav ve'atzof, and everybody holds mikdash be'milbe'enamikudesh, and therefore let's define the machloket. What do they argue about? Okay. Right. Therefore it says my love be'uman kolesh, and therefore my love be'uman kone be'shevach keli kamiflige. Must be they arguing about does the uman acquire the object that he's creating? Did it be me'ir savar uman kone be'shevach keli, and therefore once he gives her the ring, he has given her back something of value because he owned it. Yes. You got to use other money. You can't use that ring because you didn't acquire it. Good. Says Allah. No. Both opinions can hold that he's not acquiring anything. So then what are they arguing about? Right? They're arguing about do you, is this concept of sechirut, do. Um, you know, as as through the stages, or it's do at the end. Yeah, it holds. No, no, it's you only collect at the end. That's when the money is due. And since Chachamim are going to hold. <coughs> Yes, yeah, yes. Since now he he owes her, she owes him money. I'm sorry, she owes him money along the way. He's mekadesh b'milve. It doesn't work. Right? Right? So that would be a problem. Good? So that's the issue. For According to the Bimeir, okay, we say, Right. Which means now that it's not that, what I'm giving her now is the money that's due right now. 
So I give it to her now. It's not a debt. It's due now. I give it to her now. I'm with her with that money. You owe me money. I'm a with that with that money right now. It's not a pre existing debt. The problem with pre existing debts is that I lent you the money before you spent it. It's not here. I want to make a You know where? Where's the money? It's not here. But over here, if you hold I've created the ring. The ring is the debt, and I'm giving it to you now. I'm giving you value right now. It's not the money. Here's the money. Here's the debt that you owe. Take it back right now. Be mekadesh me. The Bible says that's okay. According to Chachamim, they're holding no. Yeah, the schirut. I said earlier, you flipped it. Now the loan is 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 it, she's the she's the debtor. I'm not saying no. She is the debtor over here. Again, because we because we took off the table the fact of uman kone b'shevach keli. Everyone says he's not kone. So what are they arguing about? How can the Bible say she's mekudeshet? Chachamim says she's not mekudeshet. Says the Gemara. I'll tell you why. Because they really argue about yesh no l'schirut mitchila v'atzof or not. According to Rabbi Meir, ena l'schirut el l'vasof. So when I bring her now this ring, she owes me money. It's not a debt, pre-existing debt, that the money's not here. She spent it. It's gone. It's not a mikadesh bin milva case. This is it. You owe me the money right now. What do they do? Take the money out of your pocket and I'll give it right back to you? Just take the ring. Finish. Mabruk. We're married. That's Rabbi Meir. Chachamim. When we say we're talking about when the man lent her money and he says turn my loan into a into a you know a, a, what do you call it? into into kiddushin. Into, into kiddushin. Okay, good. Here she owes him money. She owes, not he owes. She also owes over there. I gave her the money before. You owe me the money. Rabbi, why do they Either way, she owes the money. I lent it out before she owes me money. I come back down now. I tell you, owe me money. Be mekadesh me with the owings. Uh-huh, okay. Right? Same Rabbi. over here. I made this object. You owe me money. And there's this difference. This is new debt. It's due right now. Take the money out of your pocketbook. Gonna give it back to you. Keep it in your pocketbook. Here's the ring. You mekudesh to me. That's that's to be meir. Chachamim say no, 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 no. This is old debt. Because every blow that you put onto this ring, she owed you money from before. No good. Right, no that's good. That's okay. That, that's what they argue about. They don't argue about Uman Kone B'Shevach Keli or not. They argue about Sechirut payments. It's really no problem here. Yeah, Rabbi, why are they? Why are they? Why are they introducing a a kiddushin? They're trying to bring a proof. They're trying to bring a proof that the craftsman can acquire the object because of the work that he put in. It happens to be a craftsman case. The girl came. It happens to be a kiddushin, but the girl came to him to make make jewelry for me. So they're bringing the case in. There's there's nothing inferred here because it's a kiddushin as opposed to somebody making a ring. No, no difference. It happens to be be a case about a craftsman, so it's about craftsman. So now we, uh, it doesn't have to be a case of Uman Kone B'Shevach Keli. It could be arguing about when is this Chirut do? V'ibayit Ema, the other given, right? Ibayit Ema, Dikule Alma, Yeshna L'Shirut B'Tichila V'Atsof. Everybody holds that, the, the, that meaning even the Bimi'ir holds that, that the, every single blow you owe money. So then what do they argue about now? They both agree that this is a loan. It's debt. It's pre-existing. It's old. Because every time you hit the hammer to make the ring, she owes him money. And then the argument is, can I use old debt to be a Kadesh girl or not? The Bimi'ir says yes. Let me say no. Again, it has nothing to do with Uman Kone B'Shevach Keli. And therefore, you can't use this as a proof that it's a Machlok Tana'im. We're not going to go anywhere you want to Good. Exactly. Good. I, yeah, I thought, I thought we, we said every, at the end of the Kedushin case, we said that everybody holds. We do. 
at the end of not over there we do but over here over here we yes yes I, I agree with you okay one more machloket Rav Amar one more one way one more way to explain the machloket and then we'll call it a day for the day Rav Amar dekule al malyesh na lesichlu b'tichilav atzof everyone holds the money is due as you produce the udekule al ma mikadesh b'milve ena mikudesh at max for you right everyone says it doesn't work. It's still not a proof for Rav Aseh. So then what do they argue about? When he was making the ring, he didn't have, he didn't have enough gold for his size. He needed to put a little more gold. Mm-hmm. So he put a little bit from his table over here that he had to add a little gold to the mix to make the ring the right size. Mr. Katan was talking about this before. Da'ata peruta. Right? When you're paying back the loan now, but in there is an extra peruta, and he says, Mikadesh me with this money. Is she thinking about that peruta that's in there to be Mikudesh, or she just says, Give me back my loan? That's what they mm-hmm. argue about. Ribimi says, Milve u peruta da'ata peruta. She's accepting the peruta as kidushin. And Chachamim is saying, No, 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 peruta. She wants her loan back. She's not thinking about getting married. She took it for the money that was owed. She didn't take it to get married. That's what they argue about. Same machloket coming up with these tana, okay? So we'll stop right here. We'll read it tomorrow. Atkan. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen. Tomorrow? 11.15 B'nai Tzach tomorrow we'll do. Yeah. What time? 11.15 in B'nai Tzach. Regular time. Okay. <coughs> okay, bye. Bye. You're going to be in B'nai Tzach tomorrow. No, I'm going to be here tomorrow, but I finish very early. I finish at 10.30. Oh, yeah. Yeah.